happy Wednesday. I'm up early. <laughs> oh, I've been up super early. Actually, I have not been really able to sleep because today I get to talk to a group of, um, how you say, very successful agents. And they're all coming together to form a team so that they can dominate a certain area. And, uh, I mean, who wouldn't be excited? I mean, I guess I'm excited because I get to talk about social media all day (laughs) and create content. Um, but also, yeah, this is, this is what I, I love to do. So (laughs) I'm excited about it. And I'm just thinking out loud about some of the things I'm going to say. Um, I did like a questionnaire for, for the group and, it was really interesting, you know, to see some of the feedback that I got, uh, some of the concerns they had with social media, what are some of the things that they want to learn, and then what's holding them back. Um, you know, I always, I have, like, there's, there's, there's really two ways you can go with media, right? There's the one way, which is wholesome, and for me, I value tr- uh, truth. <laughs> uh, I also value um, respect and integrity. So that's one way. And then the other way, obviously, you know that way. <laughs> it's all the... That's why... Yeah, there's two types of media out there, right? So, in this case, I mean, if you're... So, real estate agents, they, they're really out there selling themselves. They are the brand. <laughs> and when you're in that situation, you know, you become the go-to resource for that community and it doesn't matter whether you're a buyer or a seller's agent I mean whatever whichever way you like to go I mean it does in terms of like the kind of deals that you want to get but I do find that even though it's easier I mean not in the beginning to be a seller's agent there are agents out there who love, you know, that, who love to see families get into their homes, like first-time buyers and things like that. So they have that, um, that they, that they like to, um, they like to experience those, that type of emotion and see that. So, so it does depend on what you're going after however the big picture is that you're the authority leader the figure in that industry meaning anyone in your community who has a question about real estate they they would go to you but how do you build that channel right and first 
the first thing is one where are your customers they're not watching tv anymore rarely there's probably there's still a percentage of those who do i'm sure but there's a major drop off in that sense right so they've moved to their their they've moved from where they're hanging out like they're hanging out in different places now <laughs> i mean literally they are hanging out in social media um so so that's one thing that you really have to think about because that's why you know a lot of the print companies are going out of business and TV uh, and commercials have been dropping and we're now like in an era where everything's pretty much on demand right so so that's one thing that you have to consider and then the second thing is okay you've figured out where they are but how do you create how do you how do you get in front of them and no matter how great technology has gotten for everything that we do <laughs> for um, delivering content even the quality of the content the one thing that is always like that we're always like looking for that we we can never have enough of is content that's like the it's always that <laughs> that's always been the case um and so it is making that commitment to create content and then realizing how powerful our words So that's really the one thing that um, you you would have to take the time to figure out is what one um, in terms of like the content what people are searching for you'd be surprised um, to find out I mean you don't want to create content around things that they're not looking for um, what specifically are they looking for in that particular subject or industry um, and what kind of problems are you helping them solve and are they looking for specific services that are tied to what you do so so that's another thing um, so in terms of like real estate, there's so many different parts of real estate. I mean, you've got buyers, but there are first time home buyers. There are investors out there that are for that. Um, there's also like short sales, there's REOs, um, there's 1031 exchanges, and then sellers. 
there's um, again those same things <laughs> but uh, divorce there's probates there's so many different parts to it so you are networking with a wide range of you know <laughs> industries because of that and there are experts in certain areas like certain parts of that so which one what what do you like doing and if you're familiar with all these parts of it then talk about it uh, so that's that's really how you gain trust how you become an authority figure in your industry and then distribution so now you have now you know what kind of content your users want to hear well okay so what kind of content and then creating the content that's also I know a struggle for, for some people because they feel like they don't have the time to do it um, and some people really you know just need to do some time blocking um, that's pretty helpful but it, it's it's literally the same thing I um, I, I feel that it's part of your marketing strategy so take some time to block off creating content for within your marketing strategy agenda is how I see it um, I create content every day well, not every single day. Sometimes I really just don't want to <laughs> because I do it so much and I'm like, okay, I need a break. Um, but it's fun for me to create content too and different types of content. So, and I like to play with different things. Um, but some people might not, you know, <laughs> and that's okay too. But um, distribution is another one. Posting is not, posting content is not marketing. Um, it's really how you post it and, and the, and basically is it part of what I call intentional marketing, um, meaning you get intentional with everything that you post like there it has to mean something it has to go somewhere it has to lead them to something because that's the only way it's gonna work so that's kind of what I'm gonna be talking about today. <laughs> um, I did see some things that, you know, I've come across this because I've been doing this for a while. When I first 
started doing videos and offering videos, that was the one thing was there was a major fear of being in front of the camera. And it was so close to the fear of death. <laughs> and I mean, people were literally, and I've seen it too, where, you know, their personality shines so much and then all of a sudden there's a camera in front of them and it's like, whoa. And I can understand that. When I was in junior high, I was booed off the stage. People who don't even know me. <laughs> I was in seventh grade and I was always active in school. And there were these girls who were in eighth grade. So um, back then middle school was seventh and eighth grade. And now it's like sixth, seventh and eighth, I think. But um, but when I was going to school, it was 7th and 8th. So I was bullied <laughs> in 7th grade. Um, and it was by girls who I didn't even know. And it was because of girls that I had in my classes that were talking about me, even though... I had no idea who they were, and I had no idea why they were doing this, either. Um, so it really made my seventh grade miserable. Um, but then, it was funny because it all backfired on them. There was one girl who was, um, actually I got jumped seventh grade. I know, this is going to sound crazy. <laughs> I got jumped once. Um, like I mentioned, these girls, I don't even know who they were. And she was saying something about why am I talking about her? And I wasn't. I had no idea who she was. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I just remember that day because I called my dad to pick me up. I'm totally veering off the subject here, <laughs> but um, my dad is a little extreme and very protective. So I kind of told, I probably should never have told him. I mean, I'm glad I told him because then it, it kind of, uh, let's just say it, it helped the situation a little bit. He circled the entire town looking for these girls and I even saw them but I did not point them out <laughs> because I already knew what my dad was gonna do and I did not want that to happen let's just say the next day he asked me to bring a gun to school <laughs> I mean okay so just backstory my parents are from the Philippines and back there I mean it is fight for your life sometimes so I can I can see why my parents got extreme a little bit my dad too obviously I did not bring the gun to school because I just uh, I don't know like well he taught us he believes that 
you should learn how to shoot before you learn how to walk. <laughs> that was my dad. But um, I did not bring a gun to school at all. And then the next day, he went and talked to my principal. And one of the girls that hung out with um, the girls that jumped me was in the office. And um, she heard everything. So, um, and then apparently, I mean, I have another story after <laughs> this, but, um, but after that, uh, they did not, they did not do anything to me after I did. I never pointed out who it was because I just, um, I was scared of, I was scared for them <laughs> because of my dad. So, um, but I was also active in school and participated in a lot of school functions. And if I was on the stage, then I was getting booed by eighth graders, which, you know, like, it's crazy. Like, I don't even know you guys. <laughs> uh, things changed after one girl that was part of that circle got to know me. And then she realized that these girls were lying. And then it backfired on these girls. So things turn around. <laughs> um, things always, you know, I, I think the truth always comes out. No matter, you know, you don't have to force it, I guess. Um, I, that's what happened. That's, uh, so I have been booed off the stage before. And, um, and then I remembered in, oh, that was when TV came and we were like, and I was scared to be in front of the camera too. Oh my gosh. But I liked being in front of the camera. You know, it was, I, I always wanted, I don't know. It was, it was fun for me. <laughs> and so I do it now, but. You know, I still, I remember um, my first time speaking in front of a group. I was a consultant for First American Title, and it was in front of my peers. And this is actually what helped me. Um, my sales manager was the best sales manager I've ever worked with. And I actually choked and I asked one of my colleagues to help me with my presentation that day so my sales manager basically said that you have just a few things that you want to stay say and keep in your back pocket and what does he mean by that? Okay, so when you're out there introducing yourself, what do you say? So you practice your like introduction, right? Who you are. And then at the end of the presentation, how, how do you end it, basically? Oh, by getting in touch with you. Or like telling them how to get in touch with you. 
so that was another thing and then in the middle you know there's a lot of things that can happen in the middle like you can um in in this um in this part of my life I did a lot of introductions to speakers and then started to do my own um events as well at um as I was a technology marketing director but I also went to University of Phoenix and in that it was all about um having it was a business uh it was taught in a way where we were all in a business environment and everyone had to speak. So that also gave me some training. Um, and then when I got into YouTube and video content, uh, that's when it kind of all put it together for me because that's when I learned how to get get retention and keep you know keep people watching and things like there's there's a formula for it believe it or not youtube is like it's a whole other animal um but but like i said everyone has that fear of getting in front of the camera and really it's practice i've i've seen that fear turn into I mean I I kid you not like um, I had a few clients who did not like to get in front of the camera I mean we would do multiple takes for something like that was very simple (laughs) to put together uh, to say multiple takes and um, for like a two minute video takes an hour (laughs) but um from there you know he is they are now going live from their cell phone because they know how to start the video they know how to end the video in the middle is the message that they're they're trying to get across basically so there's the intro the outro and then the body right but he my sales manager said that the then you pick subjects that you're good at and you can just pull them out of your back pocket and just talk about them so that's that's actually how I got into speaking more (laughs) um but that was um and then Meg Ryan she has this audible uh, the five second rule that also helped me a lot overcome some of those fears and then understand where that fear is coming from and then how to help others overcome that fear so that's that's what I started to do um, at first until I um I mean, I would give those suggestions, but 
it really takes practice for for someone to con- to be comfortable in front of video. And I think what really helps is that I'm not alone in feeling that way. And actually because of that fear when they do see you in front of a camera in video on platforms right they're actually praising you or they're they're actually like wow you know you you can say that in front of a camera so it's like you know you have that much confidence in what you believe in what you're saying and in what you're doing that you are doing that in front of a video camera I don't know if that makes sense or if I'm saying it right (laughs) um and so so I've you know because of social media I mean I can tell you I've I've met people who, who I've never known before but we became friends because they've watched my channel like my my life actually (laughs) on social media I mean there's two parts to that because I don't share everything on social media I don't share any emotions unless it's good um, because I don't really like to get negative I don't put anything negative on social media either um Yeah, <laughs> so there there are parts to that, but I I'm not an authority figure in my you know <laughs> in my community. No, I'm just kidding. Um, in my in marketing, yes. So you'll see all kinds of marketing stuff. You'll see social media stuff because that's technically what I have to do, um, and that's what I do. And I play with it all the time because I love to. And I like learning about the algorithms. So, okay. So, thanks for listening to my morning rant. That's about social media and marketing. I'm excited about today and listening to my stories, too. Um, But, uh, I think that if you do good business and people know it, it'll show. So it's it's fairly easy to just post content about that. And that's actually those are the kind of clients I like to work with. Those are the clients that are easy to work with. Um, so I'm really excited that I was chosen for this this specific opportunity to to lead this team uh, in Santa Clara. I'm actually on my way. I'm trying to squeeze in a hike. Because I'm near Fremont and I like to hike in Mission Peak but I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to I'm really going to try 
Uh, in any case, I'm excited about today. You'll see some content online. I don't think anybody in that group is listening to my uh, my podcast, so that's that's okay. Oh, I might be inviting them today, so. <laughs> um. So that's all for now. I'll talk to you guys next time.